Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. I'm giving you a heads up here, honey. Pay attention. The Take with Andy Sweeney. I don't celebrate President's Day anymore. And James Strebel. He's still growing. I think he grew an inch since he's been here. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. Well, you can give it to your mom. You give it to your cousin, your sister. Oh, God, yeah. But sure. you're not giving it to some girl you just matched with on Tinder. <laughs> I have no context what that's from. Zero. I don't and know I what they're talking I, about. I think I heard it live, and I still don't have any context. <laughs> uh, uh, 437-9680. Uh, we're still reeling from State of Louisville, needing Filipowski <laughs> not to be player of the game. Dan Issel loving Kansas. There's a lot going on. Louis choke on a nacho. <laughs> we're in the uh, mobile liquor barn studios today. Uh, we're a blind squirrel. It's Mardi Gras. Things are popping. There's a band that's getting ready to start. So, Strebo, I'm probably going to cut your mic here at some point. That's fine. And we uh, so, just, so just under it. that, we'll cut yeah, your mic. And, um, yeah, we appreciate Michael and company having us out here today. Uh, if you're looking for a place to celebrate Mardi Gras, this is it. In fact, all their 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 prizes and throws, if you will, and beads. Oh, the, Michael's got the beads. Ah, Michael's got, the, got beads. the beads. All the beads and everything else. Those are all from New Orleans. I yeah. mean, they, they love going up there. In fact, Michael, he said he was up there a couple weeks ago. He's got boxes of them back here. Boxes of them. Yep. So uh, we appreciate them. Traditional American food. But today they have an inspired menu uh, with New Orleans stuff. Obviously, food and drink alike. Uh, the band's going to start here pretty soon, and uh, and so we'll have some fun for the next hour here on ESPN 680-1057. A quick reminder, we will have tonight Texas and Iowa State 845 pregame via Westwood One right here on ESPN 680. Mike DeCourcy, 5 o'clock hour on a Tuesday. You know, we'll talk some college basketball with him. Mike, good afternoon, sir. How are you? I'm well, Andy. How are you? Uh, good. We may have a small delay, and there's a band that started about 20 feet from me, right at five o'clock. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how we sound uh, while we talk some college basketball. Uh, I want to get into an article that obviously uh, the uh, committee given us their top four seeds, top 16 teams. I want to get to that. Obviously, I want to get to more national stuff as well uh, as things heat up here as we move into to late February. But, you know, last week we yelled and screamed about Kentucky. They went out. They beat Mississippi State quad one. They went to, you know, they, they went home, defended Rupp Arena and beating Tennessee. Uh, and then with A&M moving up as a quad one, Kentucky had a very nice week from out of the tournament. You now have them as a nine seed. Uh, the last week has done what for Kentucky in your mind? Well, I think it's re 
I think it's re-energized their season. I think it's redirected their season. And remember that they did that. They did both of those games with two absent regulars, injured regulars, and were able to withstand both of them. And it was maybe even more remarkable how they handled the second half, how, how valuable Xavier Wheeler would have been at trying to close out that Tennessee game and not having him and still being able to do it was really impressive. I, I thought that uh, I, I, I was really astonished that they were able to build a 20-point lead, but to, to protect that is not as easy as you think against a team as gifted as Tennessee. So, oh, you're gonna, you, you know, it's easy to do, but that's five buckets, and you're and you're and you're back to a ten point game, and now you, you have to protect every possession. And so, I thought they handled that really well. And I, as you can see with the bracket, I don't know what others have done relative to Kentucky. I'll, I'll probably look at that later on. But for me, I think they're safely in now. They can speak just as quickly out if they were to lose four in a row. And it's not beyond them. But I think if they play like they played on Saturday, or even like they played on Wednesday of last week in the Mississippi State game, I think they'll be fine. Yeah, and so, I mean, I mean, you know, on Monday I come in here, Mike DeCourcy with us, and again, the band's picking up, so if you can't hear me, I apologize. But I, I, I hear you. Okay, so I was just like, I, I sit here and I'm like, are, are Kentucky fans supposed to buy in again? I mean, are they? Can they get to the second weekend? How do we talk about seeding? Right? You always don't want to be in that eight-nine game. You want to move up. What is their ceiling? Uh, you know, and I don't trust them, even though they're trying to get me to trust them again. Every time we trust them this season, they have a couple games. I don't know. Maybe it's just because they're kind of a you know a good team, maybe a little bit above average, and this is what it looks like. I don't know what to do. With Kentucky, I, I don't know how far they can go. I don't know what their seed ceiling is. Um, I know they've had a good last week. I know they should win three out of the next four. Go win a couple in Nashville, where they're going to have huge fan support. I just, I don't know. Did it change their ceiling for you at all, Mike? I mean, I, they're not a Final Four team, but I mean, are they second weekend? What are they? They're, they're a confusing team to figure out, I guess. Well, I think the first thing relative to seed ceiling, you can that that's a little easier to deal with uh, because probably the ceiling is a six. Uh, I don't think they can go much higher than that. I'm not sure they can get there. They'd probably they'd have to win every game uh, basically to get there, and I don't think that's likely. That's not their team personality at this point. Uh, they'd have to play on the road at Arkansas, for instance. That's not going to be easy. Uh, they also have to win at Florida, although I think that will be, it, it, presuming that Colin Castleton, I, I, I never saw a prognosis, but I don't, it, his injury did not seem like it was a short-term one. Um, so, I, you know, I think that, that that one's pretty easy to handle. Their, their ceiling is probably a, a six, and that's an extreme. A likely ceiling is more like a seven, and the floor mm-hmm. is no floor. I mean, it's still right. there. That, that trap door is still right. there. As for trusting them, I don't trust anybody. I mean, literally no. anybody. I agree. In this I agree. Season. I remember. It's just I will never. I will never stop comparing this to 2014 until we get to the, the to uh, to Houston and have four number one seeds, and then I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> but <laughs> as it is now, I keep looking at this season and seeing 2014 because I remember going down the stretch, and I I got into a bunch of arguments with Ken Palm people, Ken Palm advocates, because I. Like Florida was this number one team in his ratings, and I kept saying, "Well, I mean, like 
if this, you know, or maybe it was 2013 that that, that, that came up. I don't know. I don't, but anyway, I, I kept having arguments with him. It's like, if we're going to invest fully in these ratings, then Florida should, you know, win it. I mean, because it's not a great year, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I, I, you know, because there, there just wasn't, there, there wasn't a team that year that other than Arizona, which, which won its first 20-ish games. I don't remember the exact number. They won about the first 20. And then Brandon Ashley, they go to the Bay Area. I think it was Cal. I think it was at the Hospital Pavilion. Brandon Ashley steps wrong and breaks his foot. And not they're not a great team anymore. They're still good, but they're not a great team. They end up losing the, in overtime in the Elite Eight to Wisconsin. And so they don't even make the Final Four. If Ashley played, I think they would have made the Final Four and maybe won the championship. But they were the only great team. And so we ended up with Kentucky and UConn in the championship game, seven seed and an eight seed. And I'm not saying that we're going to get that this year, but there's a, this is the environment in which that sort of thing happens. Houston is probably the most trustworthy team in terms of how it's built, but they do have a little trouble scoring, and they haven't played anybody. I mean, they have played the right. weakest schedule. If they get the right. one, they'll have played probably the weakest schedule of anyone in history. Wow. Uh, maybe Wichita, which, probably Wichita State in 2014, but Wichita had to go undefeated to get theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, uh, that they'll probably have played the weakest schedule. Now, I mean, the American Conference is having a very poor year. Memphis is a good team, but not a great one. No one else in that team in that league is even near the tournament, and they played out of conference only three high end games. And when I say high end, I'm, I'm including St. Mary's. And that includes Virginia and Alabama. And they lost one of those. So they had a chance to earn three high-end wins and only got two of them. And then in their league, they only had two even good wins available to them. And one of them turned out to be Memphis in name only. And they didn't have their best player. I mean, by far their best player, Kendrick Davis. Yep. And uh, yep. who's an All-America candidate, a legit All-America candidate. He doesn't play because he's got a bad ankle. And so it, even that was kind of a, you know, kind of a skate. So I don't, I don't know. I, I know that it doesn't hurt you to not be battle-tested. That's a, that's a canard. Battle-tested is a canard. People say it all the time. It hasn't ever hurt Gonzaga. They've, they've made seven consecutive Sweet 16s. If it was going to come up, it would have come right. up. And it's seven. So I don't think that hurts them. But I also don't know how good they are against the best teams. Because they haven't played very many of them. Yeah, it's a predicament. I want to get to some uh, some big picture stuff. I I don't know. I, mean, I guess my only other thing with Kentucky would be um, the emergence of a guy like Chris Livingston, Mike. Yeah, uh, he changes the, he changes the team a little bit. I mean, it'd be nice to get CJ back and or Wheeler. I have no idea what to expect from those guys. I, I mean, or I do, right? Or I, you know, CJ's been injured for two years. I, I wouldn't be surprised. If that continues, uh, you hope they come back and, you know, it means that Kaysen doesn't have to play 40 minutes, right? He can come out and play 36 minutes uh, instead of 40. But I don't know. I mean, Chris, you know what's funny? We were talking about this early. Mike DeCourcy with us. Chris Livingston's one of those guys. I feel like he's on Duke's team. If they all came back for one more year, boy, they'd be pretty good. (laughs) Boy, they'd be really, really good. I don't know what Chris Um, will do. Good. I, I, I don't. I don't know what Chris will do, but I. I, I don't think that he's a likely first round pick at this point, and I. And I, I think he has first round talent. I think he's showing that. It, it look. It, it doesn't happen in, you know, nine flats for every single player. It just that doesn't. It's not the way it works. Players have. Re, 
players who return succeed more often than they fail. That's the truth. The people want to believe in that all that old draft nonsense about you know, hey, the guy was mocked at number ten, and and now he's back in the draft, and now he's not picked, and it's like, or or not picked in the first round. It's like, yeah, but you're listening to some guy. Like that's not the team. They, you know, they, I'm, I'm. Some of them have information, but it's still not. I got to pick this guy, or I might get fired. That's so. It's not the same thing. It's so you know, like if I if I pick a if I put my bracket out, um, you know, and get it wrong, I, you know, I I don't think that that you know my job is on the line. I'm trying to do the best I can. I'm going to miss some. I mean, I missed Texas A&M last year, and. That's not, you know, I, I don't one out of sixty-eight. That's okay, but if you miss one draft pick, it could ruin your team. So you, you know, the 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 the, uh, the, the stakes aren't the same. So I, you know, I I think that the idea of Chris not coming back, I, I, if if someone says to him, we absolutely one hundred percent will take you with our pick at twenty or whatever, okay. But I don't think that's coming and. And I think that he can become a first-round pick in the way that P.J. Washington did in I agree. Uh, back in 2019. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and if he goes from four or five points a game to, you know, 11 or 12 points a game, and <laughs> that's a big difference, too. If he goes from three rebounds to, to six rebounds, all of these are big things for Kentucky. So uh, we'll see what happens then. I mean, just quickly, not to totally compare, uh, you had Kentucky as a nine-seed play in Maryland. Uh, and your boy Joe Lenardi had has Kentucky as a nine seed or an eight seed actually playing the nine seed Pittsburgh. Which is the better matchup for Kentucky, Pittsburgh or Maryland? Do you think? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Thank you. Pitt is Pitt is harder to defend. They have multiple scores. Uh, they can hit you from th- from three point line with four to five different players. So they're harder to guard. Uh, they they have really good size in the post, and so that could you know they they can they've got a couple of different players. Federico Federico is a very solid developing post player who blocks shots and does a pretty good job rebounding. He's not super strong, uh, but he's not going to move Oscar, but he can block his shot. Um, so there's that, and then there's Maryland, which is a mentally tough team at home. How good are they? You get them out of. The Xfinity Center, they haven't done well on the road. They haven't had that many opportunities neutral. So we'll know a little bit more about their road, I mean, their uh, neutral approach when they get to the Big Ten tournament. Uh, But, you know, I I think out of the two, I'd probably want to deal with a team that's easier to score upon, and that's Pitt. Pitt does have that shot blocker, Federico, that I talked about, but they aren't super dynamic on the perimeter. You can get by guys, uh, and I think the getting by guys is really important for this uh, Kentucky team because uh, they obviously aren't uh, an elite shooting team. Uh, two things as a follow-up. Mike DeCourcy with us at TSN Mike. And no, for you guys texting in, we're not battling about Kentucky. There's nothing to battle about this week. You know, maybe next week. Well, we shall see. What did you make of Capel coming out and saying the ACC network was denigrating the ACC? Uh, you have five teams from the conference. Just, I think, last week or the week before, you had seven teams uh, that would make it out of the ACC. What do you make of the ACC? What do you make of his comments, I guess? Anything? Well, I think I, I was going to write about this today, and then Nate Oates 
uh, Alabama yeah, we'll get to that. And, yeah, we'll yeah, get to that so here in a second. I, I, so I yeah. didn't get to finish my column about it, but it, 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 I don't understand what they're like. The, the numbers are right there. The yeah. numbers are what are what they are. It's not a perception thing. It's a math thing. And I'm not a math guy. I'm more of a perception guy. But I understand basic math, and basic math is they lost a lot of games in non-conference play. And it's, yeah. it's really, you know, I do understand a little bit about economics because you, know, because you have to these days. Uh, uh, you have to understand a little bit about the stock market and all that, or, you know, your, your 401K is going nowhere, et cetera. So, I understand, so I've always used this analogy to talk about what non-conference play means. It's like a currency market, okay? And you establish the value of your currency, the ACC victory versus the Big Ten victory or the Pac-12 victory, etc., by what you do in non-conference play. And so if you, if you play poorly then an ACC win doesn't mean as much. And they played poorly. Their record in non-conference games, by standards of ACC, I have no hesitation to say this, because the ACC has it's the best basketball conference in history. By their standards, they had an abysmal out-of-conference performance. Abysmal is a fair word. Yeah, and so it is. The, the ACC victory isn't worth as much as the Big Ten victory, and neither of them is worth as much as the gold standard for 2023, which is the Big 12 victory. The Big oh, 12 yeah. did not lose. They did not lose their 20th non-conference game. They have 10 teams. They did not lose their 20th non-conference game until the SEC Big 12 Challenge. That was in January. And so they wow. were averaging fewer than two losses per team out of conference in a 10-team conference before that. And now it's like 2.0 or 2.01 or something because they, they got the 21 out of conference losses. I mean, that's, that, that's what the ACC is not right now. And it doesn't have anything to do with, with how uh, you're being sold by your network. Let me, let me tell you. When we talk on the Big Ten Network about the league being really good, it's because they played really well out of conference. But we don't ignore the Eastern Illinois loss for Iowa and, and what the, what a mark on their resume that still is to an extent. And in 2018, I sat there on the Big Ten Network set and we put up the Nebraska schedule like on February 5th or something. And Nebraska was having a really nice year. I don't know what their record was at that point. Let's say it was 18-5 and five or something like that or 18-7 and seven or whatever. And they were having a really good year, and we put it up. The, we put up their remaining schedule on the on the uh, on the on the screen, and I said they're going to have trouble getting in. I, and I wasn't even doing brackets then, but I looked at it and I said they're going to have trouble getting in because the the quality wins are not there. It, they're they're few and far between enough in the league that year because the league only wound up with four teams in the field, and. They, and and the, of the wins that are out there, they don't have them left. So they went into the Big Ten tournament playing um, playing Michigan on, I think, in the the round of 16 or whatever it was, or, or quarterfinals, whatever they was. They they end up playing Michigan, and they and they they lost that game. It was a really tight game uh, down to the wire, and I was in the Nebraska locker room afterward, and I've never been. I mean, it was like sound was being sucked out of the room. That's how wow. quiet it was. Yeah. Because they knew. And yeah. so, so we're not pretending on the Big Ten Network that the league is better than it is. We acknowledge that 
the league has remarkable depth, remarkable competitiveness, but that when the bracket comes out, right now only Indiana and Purdue are likely to be seeded to win two games. Maybe Northwestern can get there, but right now only those two are likely to be seeded to win two games. And we're not we're not hiding from that fact. If they go out and outperform that, we'll say, hey, wasn't that something? But right now, that's all we're not pretending. And so, right. I, the AC, so if the ACC network were saying anything other than what Jeff said they said they did say, I would wonder about it. And I, I think that what what they said was you know about about the level of bids and seeds or whatever. I think that was great. Mike DeCourcy with us. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Cable, come on. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, uh, you know, North Carolina's down, Louisville's down, Syracuse anyway. Uh, Mike DeCourcy with us at TSN. Mike, um, you wrote about this on Saturday. You know, the committee puts out uh, their top 16 teams. I immediately look at Indiana, who was at 14, and then they got a quad one win against Illinois, that comeback victory. Uh, you know, obviously Alabama right there at the top. We'll get to their story here in just a second. What lessons do you think we learned on Saturday going forward the next month or a little bit less than a month here with the selection committee? Yes. Um, I think the first thing that I learned was that they were not as disposed to the predictive metrics as I expected them to be. I thought that there would be a lot of Ken Palm slash net, uh, which are pretty tracking pretty close these days. I thought there would be a lot of that etched on the, on the bracket. And when I just, I took the, the, their seed list and I marked down, you know, obviously one to 16 there. And then I marked down their adjacent net and, Ken Palm rankings and also the strength of uh, record ranking from uh, ESPN, which is a metric that doesn't involve point spread, just opponent strength, where you played, et cetera. And there was no real correlation in any of the metrics. I'll give you an example. Um, Tennessee was the number three net team, number four, Ken Palm, number nine, uh, number nine committee team. Um, and number 14 in strength of record. So there's no correlation there, no strong correlation. Texas was 9 and 9 and 7. Um, they were the fifth team, according to the committee. So I think that the metrics are, are while I would not deny their influence, I don't think that it's overwhelming in the way that uh, some people have thought in the past. Uh, I think that they're, I think what they, the first thing that they looked at was your accomplishment. And I think they really liked like impressive, like splash. I think they liked the slam dunk. Uh, they liked Alabama winning, getting 108 points against Georgia and 102 or 101 against Vandy. I think they really liked that. Uh, and and they didn't pay as much attention to, oh, by the way, they got, they got knocked out by uh, Oklahoma, which is a sub-500 team, by 24 points. And they got handled by UConn. Uh, by like 14. It, they, they, every time Alabama has lost, just about, it's been a, a one-sided. And so they, they, they're really focused on, you know, how impressive you are. It's kind of a little Polish. Well, I mean, toward the Poles, not, right, not the right. ethnicity. A no. little... <laughs> yeah, not like, hey, are you from Poland? Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, oriented, a Polish sausage. Oriented, yeah. toward, <laughs> oriented toward the AP Poles. Um that kind of mentality, in a way, in the way that they seeded the, the first line. It, because Purdue, 
their accomplishment is still greater than Houston's. Uh, and but but Houston didn't have those three losses in four when they did the bracket. So I I really felt that there was a little bit too much orientation towards that mentality in what they did. Mike DeCourcy with us here on ESPN 680-1057. Uh, Indiana came in at number 14. They got a quad one win. They have another opportunity tonight. Uh, it's an easy way to segue just quickly to the Hoosiers. They seem to like them, um, praise their wins a little bit more than their losses, but Indiana's a four seed in your bracket. I, I mean, what do you make of where the Hoosiers are? What do you make of the upcoming matchup here? And I don't know. I mean, the committee seemed to like them. The committee surprised me by how much they liked them because they didn't only make them, a, uh, you know, a uh, they did not only put them on the four line. Or excuse me, the the the, uh, uh, the uh, they put them. Wait, where did they have them? They had them on. The, I think they had them fourteen, uh, didn't they? Yeah, I think they. Had yeah, they 14. had them on. The, I'm sorry, they had them on the four line, but they had them as the first overall four. That's what. That's yes. what it was that surprised me. Uh, I was trying to find them on my bracket to make sure I had them in the right place. Uh, they had them as a as a four seed, but that didn't surprise me a ton. It was only a line off of what I had. It was a little surprise to me because obviously I had them as a five, but I was a lot surprised that they had them as the first overall four seed, ahead of Marquette, ahead of Gonzaga, ahead of Xavier, and ahead of UConn, which I had and Miami, which I had on the four line, and those were uh, the only couple of teams that I was wrong on uh, going into that. Uh, I, I think that. Uh, I think Indiana is still well-positioned. Michigan State is a big game for them. They don't have to win the Purdue game now. They've got their Purdue. Good If you can, go for it. But it's not that important relative to where they're headed. No one out there is saying, oh, man, if they don't beat Purdue, they lose that line. No, no Right. Uh, And then they have to take care of Iowa and Michigan at home, obviously, and neither of those is easy. But that's why tonight's game is so important because I think that if they do this and win their home games – they're pretty close to locking down a top four seed. Yeah, I would agree. Mike DeCourcy with us. All right, so we talked about this earlier, and honestly, we should have led with it. I always struggle here because I want to get, uh, you know, Kentucky. I didn't ask anything about Louisville, sorry. Uh, you know, Kentucky, Louisville, Indiana, uh, big picture. There's so many different ways to go here in such a short amount of time. Uh, but the story coming out from, uh, from AL.com today that Alabama freshman basketball standout Brandon Miller, he was the one that brought the gun uh, to to Darius Miles uh, that was used in a killing. Uh, we have a Nate Oates quote. You know, basically, we knew about that. You can't control everything everybody does outside practice, yada, yada, yada. I assume this is something you're going to write about or tweet about or something else. Where, how do we begin to unpack this story, Mike? Uh, a sad story and a story that who knows what kind of basketball implications it has as well. Yeah, I, I, I was I was really surprised by his comments and by his his demeanor at the press conference. It, the uh, video is on uh, Twitter if you want to see how he addressed the question. It's, a, it's only about a minute twenty how he addressed the question about what was revealed today. Uh, there was there was testimony in court that, to to what to the effect of what you just said uh, in a hearing for the two defendants. Now uh, Brandon is not charged in any way. Um, but the, there, one of the, one of the persons who was charged was a former, was a, was a then Alabama team member, subsequently dismissed at, following his arrest. Uh, his, his name is Darius Miles, 
And and I, I I thought that the way Oates handled it, both in terms of how he addressed the question today, I thought that was distressing. Uh, and then the fact that I, I, in my lead, I said Brandon Miller, Alabama has played 27 basketball games this year. Brandon Miller has played 27 basketball games this year. And based on what we learned yesterday, that doesn't compute. I mean, or, or this morning, that doesn't compute. It does. It just doesn't. I mean, that's that's astonishing to me, given what what came out from a testimony from a from a detective in in uh, Tuscaloosa. I, I I can't fathom that he has not missed any time, and that and that Nate Oates would sit there and say he's not in trouble, um, and then to say. Uh, and let me get this direct quote because I don't want to misquote him or just no. You know, but, um, but by the by the said, way, Mike, your uh, your your article just went up about twenty minutes ago. Uh, right. So yeah, about five oh eight it went up. So if people want to see, they want to see the uh, the video from Nate Oates. If they want to read what Mike's talking about right now, you can go to sportingnews.com. Go ahead. Sorry, he said, you know, can't control everything anybody does outside of practice. I'm like, and and then he also mentioned like college kids are out, and then and then he went into some talk about how Brand's not in trouble. Um, I you know I'm sorry, that's not college kids stuff. Like no. that's not even bad college kids no. stuff. Like oh, couple kids, you know, a bunch of kids get drunk, they get into a bar fight, and maybe one of them ends up having to go to the hospital or something. That's not good college kids stuff. This doesn't even get into the discussion of college kids being college kids. So I, I was I was really surprised that he would say he would he would address it in the way that he did, let uh, address it verbally in the way, way that he did. Let alone how he apparently handled it with Brandon Miller having faced no public discipline. Uh, no, we don't know whether they ran steps or whatever, but no public discipline under these circumstances is egregious to me. I I just don't think that this is the way it, it, uh, a uh, that uh, that the best basketball coaches would handle this. So, what's the next step here? I mean, are th- I mean, they're thinking this goes away. You win a few more games, and then hey, we're into March. We're in the SEC and NCAA tournaments. We're a one seed. We're a two seed. Brandon Miller is a great player, and eventually, people forget. Is is that what they're playing here? What's the what's the what's the what's the next step? I guess because I think the majority of people agree with you. But I mean, if the coach and the school aren't going to do anything, I don't know. I mean, there's nowhere else to go. I guess. I mean, he's going to play, and they're going to keep winning seem, games. Yeah, it does not seem that there will be. No, we, we don't know now that this is public, based on the hearing right. today and based on the coverage from al al dot com. And I would, I would, I think there are links to the al dot com coverage in my article. So if you want to find it easily, I would suggest reading it uh, because it covers the entire in, uh, incident and the, it, what what is alleged to have occurred in the incident as well as what was uh, what was testified today in court. I think all of it is, is very important, and I thought that AL.com did a really good job uh, with that. And then as well, you can see uh, you can see visually how Nate Oates addressed this today uh, at, at, a, at a press conference um, in, a, in a tweet from Nick Kelly. Uh, so you can see all that, and I think the next step is the does coverage make a difference? Does how the public reaction mm-hmm. to this make a difference? I don't know. I always guess no, that it won't. 
but it could, and and we'll see. Uh, but I I think that the idea appears to be that they are just moving forward, and that that's yeah. evident in the fact in that simple stat: twenty-seven Crimson Tide games, twenty-seven Brandon Miller starts. His name is Mike DeCourcy. Uh, at the, you know, you can find him at TSN Mike. The Sporting News Big Ten Network has the Fox Sports bracket up right now, where Kentucky in that eight nine game against Maryland. Mike, appreciate the time as always. We will catch up next uh, next week, and we'll see where the teams are then. Thank you so much. Have a good week. You bet, Andy. And just to clarify one more time, since this is sure. auditory and not, it was the, the word I was using was spelled P O L L hyphen I S H. So just so, because I, I, you know, I don't okay. want anybody okay. to think, you know, it, it, it was, you know, I know I invented the word, and then I realized that people might take it wrong. But it was that's that's what I was saying. Uh, P O L L. Oh, you're good. I S H. Oh, you're good. Okay. Uh, You're good. All right. Appreciate it, Mike. There we go. Mike DeCourcy with us here on ESPN 680-1057. There we go. Jason Entz in the house. Entz is here. Look at Entz. He's here. He's ready to go. Not not quite the amount of hair jelly had on Saturday, though, did he? Nope. He didn't have that Ed Hardy shirt on uh, right now, does he? Where's that Ed Hardy shirt at? (laughs) The Ed Hardy shirt. Where's that Ed Hardy shirt? Where's that dragon? The the affliction shirt. Where's that bedazzled dragon? Entz had like seven chains on in the studio. <laughs> At least gold minimum. Ends had, had a cod piece on. <laughs> he's locked in right now. He's he's yeah. focusing. Okay, so Enz there's a lot talk- going okay, on right so now. Okay, so Enz is talking to Louie. Is that other guy? Is that Mitch's frat guy? Is that his frat, frat is, brother? Is that Mitchell Hannigan's frat brother? Are you Mitchell Hannigan's frat brother? Is that is that Mitch's? Oh, frat yeah, guy? it is. Okay. Oh yeah, wow. Oh, oh boy. boy. Oh, what? So we can find out all the women he didn't he didn't hang out with. He didn't Kamari lands with. I tell you what, when you were talking to DeCourcy about the Brandon Miller stuff, it's it's like now picking up on Twitter. Like I, yeah, I was looking at Twitter. I, mean, I know people are talking it's about it. It's popping up now. It's starting yeah, to hit. And, and you know what's going to happen? It's going to go away. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm just. It'll be, it'll be game today. Seven o'clock. Cerebral. Right. It'll be today, yeah. and then maybe a little tomorrow, bit tomorrow. Whatever. Then, it'll, then it'll it'll go away. You're exactly right. As uh, long as he's not charged, there won't be anything. You're right. On the other end. <laughs> Dan Issel continues no, no, to break Strebel's heart. Don't do it to me. I haven't heard the sound, <laughs> but Dan Issel said rock chalk Jayhawk. No! <laughs> I just want to enjoy a shrimp sandwich. And what did Indiana, what is Indiana doing? It's a good idea. Oh, really? Yeah, we'll talk okay. about it. We'll I do like it next that. on ESPN All 680. Right. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it. But then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist. Or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false, and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start, before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at athletico.com. Time now for The Take with Andy Sweeney. Now understand that, unfortunately, um, it's going to take a little bit of time in these because a couple of bad apples uh, can make uh, uh, this challenge that much more difficult. 
For instance, we had somebody apply for unemployment for Tupac Shakur here in Kentucky. And that person probably thought they were being funny. And James Strebel. Now somebody an apology tonight. And last night I spent uh, a little bit of time talking about fraudulent claims holding us up and mentioned an individual that had filed in the name of Tupac Shakur. I didn't know, and it's my fault, uh, that we have a Kentuckian who goes by Malik, uh, whose name is Tupac Shakur. I talked to him on the phone today. I apologize. On ESPN 680 and 105.7. The best thing about that sound is how, at that point, Governor Bashir was loved. Oh, Remember yes. Remember beers with Bashirs. Oh. Uh, women loved him. They had their, their Facebook profile Rummage pictures. Rummage and Diener put up with them. <laughs> how times were different. Very different in My, those days, how Andy. Times were yes, different. he's a very popular man back then. By the way, our guy, um, Michael Columbus, is dominating right now oh, at Blind he Squirrel. We're, he's taking pictures. The Guinness people are here. You can get one. Of, you get a fancy photo here. He has a specially made uh, tuxedo jacket that he custom made Yes, he does. He looks great. Looks absolutely great. Well, yes, he does. It's a great spot. Come on out. Let's go. I'm not going to be here, but you can be here. <laughs> <laughs> Texas says the Catfish Louisville player needs to come to the blind squirrel. Absolutely. There's room. He will eventually find a yeah. We know. <laughs> oh, well. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. There's some. <laughs> <laughs> Strebel's been pounding 16 ounces. Those might be 24 ounces. I don't know what they are. She but just kept bringing them to you. I know. I was just sitting here about my own business. You drank one and two questions to Mike DeCourcy. Yeah. You did. I'm just saying. I know, Andy. I, I know. This it's, is, it's, it's the old, one thing I'm good at. It's old coming out. Yeah. It's, it's like the thing I'm best at in life. Is drinking. Is drinking beer. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how that talent. Or the <laughs> thing I'm Louis, best Louis's at put, oh, Louis really wants to hear Louis's not gonna, Issel. He's not going to get on the air because he can't he wants to hear, headphones. No, he wants to hear Issel. Well, we can hear Issel. And me, and me re- respond to it. Like okay. He, like, okay. Before we, uh, you'll be the, uh, you'll be, you'll be four. So here you are right there. Those working on. Oh, there so, he goes. Oh, uh, no. Four, Louis. three, seven, nine, six, eighty. Uh, before oh. we get to this. This, I think, is a good IU idea. You're not going to like me saying that. Okay. So, I, you know, IU has one of the best women's teams in the country. I think they're, they're number, number two. two. Yeah. And South they, Carolina and, number and one, they're number two. And they obviously have an elite. Not Walls. They, 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 no, thank you. And they <laughs> obviously have an elite men's team as well. I don't well, know if they're elite. They're with, pretty good. To me, the best team in the country, the best team of the area. You know, all those accolades. Well, they're all right. They're, um, they're fine. They're having... A watch party for Selection Sunday. Really? A watch party. Why? For NIL. Oh, really? Okay. Five hundred dollars to get in for the watch party. Yeah, but really? I, mean, I mean, people are going to pay they that. Will that's pay the, that. That's oh, the no, reason you're right. they're charging that. No, absolutely. They know. Are, yeah, it's why Darren Rogers like, yeah, we can charge this, this, and this for. Go ahead, give Zach the five Dirt. tickets. I mean, g- give him ten. <laughs> give give him the whole damn yeah. room. <laughs> give the room. It's <laughs> a great point. Where's McCray Millie? Yeah, where's Big Easy? I haven't heard a thing from Big Easy. It's other been than, a while. Other than he's um, what's the Orange Theory? Yeah, yeah. Did he's he doing Orange Theory with middle-aged women in the middle of the day. That's what I mean. That's what Big Easy's doing. Do you think he heard that? He got mad. <laughs> Orange Theory is ridiculous. By the way, my wife looked into doing that. I know. And it was like. You said it. Yeah. Did, well, you, I don't know if it's on air. It's, it's yeah. very expensive. Yeah, I don't know if you said it on air or yeah, not. Yeah, but uh, we. You we, don't want her doing that. Nah, yeah. 
especially the well, one. You don't want her eating out there, no. no. There's one in uh. Nah, there's a bunch of there's bunch one of, in uh, there's a bunch of hunters. There's one in Jeff. Uh, uh. Over by the target. <laughs> oh, by the target. By the target. Oh, by the target. <laughs> yeah, there's one over there. There's uh, there's a lot of hunters out on the east. There end. are. You gotta, yes, you gotta I, watch that's a good out. Point. Yeah. You gotta yeah, watch no, out. Absolutely. You're right. Not a lot of gatherers. A lot I, of hunters. <laughs> they don't. They don't care about. They they need meat, not vegetables. <laughs> right. They don't need a turnip. They're meat eaters. Oh, get They're a meat eaters. Hey. Uh oh! There oh, we thanks. go! What's yeah, up, I appreciate go. that. Like the Vineyard Vines. He's got looking the Vineyard good. Vines. He's popping. looking good. He's popping. He's Mardi Gras. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Oh, uh, Strupe was like, if I could just see breasts, it, it would oh, be no. the best <laughs> Mardi. Bar- it would be the best Mardi Gras ever. Me and Kamari Lands. <laughs> I can see those whenever yeah, I want. Me and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. (laughs) There are beads here. (laughs) There are beads. Yeah. Again, the douchiest thing I ever received was Mitchell Hannigan saying, Gonna make them earn the beads. It was the worst worst text that you've ever received. Yeah. Like, Like no matter bad news that you've ever gotten in your life. Like, he's giving women money to buy a car. No, it's just, it's just a cheap, it's just a cheap bead that they found from, yeah, that's all. You want to take some home? There's, uh, I can wear some home. You want to wear a couple beads home? Yeah, I can do that. I think I'm going to do that. Okay, why don't you do that? Absolutely, yeah. All right, so do we need to start at the beginning here? Do we need to start at the beginning? Oh, here we go. All right, Louis got his headphones on. He's ready to listen. He saw this. He heard this live, by the way, and I I don't know how I'm going to react to it, but if you want to play it, knock yourself out. Louis wants the mic. Go ahead. Okay. For two seconds. I mean, I understand what my job is. Yeah. It is to get Issel sound. Yes. No, 100%. Uh, it yes. is at least 80% of what I do. Right. 10% show sheet, 80% Issel sound, 10% what I care about. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I would say 0% show sheet. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would actually. This is all Issel. Yeah, this whatever, is all whatever, whatever percentage you're putting into the show sheet, just put it into Issel sound. <laughs> really? Keep pumping those quarters into Issel. That's all you yeah, got to yeah, do. That, that's all you have to do. So let's start at the very. Let's just start at the very. Wow. We're. I guess he, what should, what should we do here? Should we you start, start the with very him beginning? talking about going to Kansas? Do you want to just do the Kansas thing where he rips me? Yeah, let's okay. do that. Yeah, let's do well, that. Well, I can't remember which one that is. Oh, yeah, I'm I got sorry, a bunch. Andy. I have Issel uh, on Avery. I mean, he, here. I mean, this is just. Hang on. Oh, here you go. Yeah. Well, I got to turn everything up here. No, now it's not working. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Now the sound's not working. Hang on. Is everything plugged in over here? Is that plugged in? Oh, oh there it is. Oh, uh-oh. That is the sound. <laughs> sound like the ocean. A bunch of squids were swimming around. <laughs> oh, no, we lost sound. Oh, no, we lost sound. Oh, he's not going to like this at all. He's, he's already he's, mad. No one oh, told yeah. me we had a No one told me we had a bonus hour I'm going to tell uh, How dare you. <laughs> I was told that Zach was the guy doing the bonus hour. Hey, Furman, shut the hell up. (laughs) Hang on. We're trying sound. Take your meaty tongue and cut a segment. Hang on. (laughs) I'm giving you a heads up here, honey. Pay attention. All right. So there we go. So there we go. (laughs) That's all I needed. I'm kidding, Furman. All right. So there we go. All right. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Let's start. You just want to do this from the beginning. Let's, you know, tell the whole story. All right. Here's uh, um, uh, Kamari Lance got kind of catfished. Uh, 
Issel and Louie had to be uh, had to have a conversation with Avery winning the sound on Tinder. She Here's that sound. sound. Was the goal for Lands to get some gal to come to his hotel room Sunday night? According to the post that I read, yes. And Tinder is like a dating app or something? I would call it a hookup app, not a dating app. Yeah, Avery is definitely hookup app. more hookup culture than dating culture. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Culture. Yeah, I think that's where we're at. Yeah. yeah. So is uh, just one more question for Tinder for me, and then I'll <laughs> then I'll leave it alone. It, it, is there a remuneration involved here, or is it just glad to see you? Uh, there is no money exchanged. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. Huh. Yeah. Cool. So it's not um, it's not a prostitution app, Dan, if that's what yeah. you're asking. No, yeah. yeah. Not yeah. necessarily. Right. Some people oh. might use it for that. Not necessarily. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Just because it's illegal doesn't mean it's not happening. I'm not stupid. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that's life. Murder's illegal, but people still commit murder. Thank you, Avery. You're welcome. <laughs> Yo, that's life. That's life. <laughs> That's life, you know. Where Avery's like, yeah, so, you know, it's like murder. It's like murder. It's just like murder. It happens. It's the same thing as murder. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all uh, equivalent. It sounds like Avery knows someone who may have taken money. That That's also the other thing <laughs> right. where it sounds like there were funds changed. So uh, that that continues. This okay. sound is, is uh, Issel calls his wife Sherry. Oh, this is the best. To see if she knows what Tinder is, and that's how that conversation goes. To the the terribleness that is ESPN logo. Yeah. All right. She's coming. Perfect. Do you know know what Tinder is? Yeah. It's a dating app. Thanks. (laughs) Sherry's been on Tinder. (laughs) I know what it is. Does Sherry think she would have been on Tinder in college? Talk. Yep. That's no. Damn. Okay. I didn't need. I didn't need to be on Tinder. College. Oh. College. Oh. Damn right. Oh. <laughs> Sherry. That's it, Sherry. Get away. That's it. Drop the mic. See ya. <laughs> I love that talk. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta, like, I gotta movie, find that's like Dan. Talk. Yeah. That, that's my favorite part right here. Talk. <laughs> hey, talk. Sherry. Talk. Hey, talk. Terry. All right. Talk. So. All of that. Unbeknownst to me, evidently my wife is on Tinder. So all of that, and then we get to... Dan, man. Through all of that, we find out, and I don't know what order to play this. Justin, help me here. We find out that Issel is going to Kansas. Yeah. And we found that out yesterday. He's... I mean, he's going to meet with the team at some point. Like, it's going to happen. Yeah. He's going to sit he's gonna behind. talk to Grady he, Dick. He's going to talk to Grady Dick. And Jalen Wilson. And Jalen Wilson. Yeah. He's going. He loves Bill Self, and Bill Self loves him, and they've been to the Kentucky Derby oh, together. Oh, my gosh. And Andy. that's where you are. And this is a failure from Cal, by the way. And he's going to be sitting directly behind the bench. And then Louie asked him a couple questions. So take take a listen. This is this is this old today. This is big is. Uh. You tell Streetle, I've, oh. my my loyalties are still with Big Blue. He what, doesn't have to. What are you uh, wearing on Saturday? Kansas uh, T-shirt. Nope. So I hope you see me yeah. on TV wearing a Kansas T-shirt. <laughs> oh, no, I don't like that, Louie. I don't like that. A, I'm sorry, Louie. <laughs> oh, Streetle's gonna pass guy. out. Yeah. I mean, you just. I mean, oh. you're gonna take a year off his life. I mean, just. Hey, I. I the man's <laughs> given me tickets. It doesn't matter. 
If Kenny Payne gave me good tickets to Louisville, I might consider wearing the Louisville t-shirt. Oh. Dan, you're a legend. You don't need to wear shirts for tickets. You what are you go. wearing on Saturday? Kansas uh, oh. t-shirt. Oh. Uh, Louie, he, he can go wherever he wants to wear whatever he wants. He does not have to wear for Bill Self a Kansas Jayhawks shirt. He what are you wearing on Saturday? Kansas uh, t-shirt. Oh. It, 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 hurt, it hurts. It hurts. Now, here's a new one. This is Issel laying out his, is this right, his itinerary? To me, this looks like the same clip here, Justin. This is just for Streetle. Nobody oh, else has go. to listen to this. Oh, here we go. But oh, I wanted no. to give Streetle my itinerary. I just texted Greg Gurley. You remember who Greg Gurley is? Uh, really? He is the color analyst for Kansas basketball games, but he's also director of major gifts for the program. Absolutely. Bingo. Boom. That's why you're the star. <laughs> so uh, so here's, here's my plan. As soon as the show is over Thursday, I'm driving to Lawrence. Oh. So I'll do the show Friday. From my hotel room in Lawrence. Oh. I just texted with Greg during the break. Oh. Then uh, he and I are going to go to Kansas's practice oh. Oh, uh, Friday afternoon. It's awesome. And then I'll no, be there not. for the game on Saturday. It's great. The practice is free also. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. When you address the Dan. team, will you talk about the Jayhawk way and servant leadership and um, generational money and the greatest day in Kansas history? Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. That's me. No, when I address the team, I'm going to tell them, hey, my family has money on you to win the national championship. Let's go. Oh, my gosh. Rock, chalk, Jayhawk. He... No, 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 no. He, not only did he say rock chalk. You're done, Strebel. You're done. You're a bum. Has, You're not, a bum. I'm not a bum. My family has money on Kansas to win the national title? What is rock this? Rock chalk Jayhawk. What the hell is this? I'm sending that to Kansas City. That's. I'm sending that to Kansas City. Wait, wait, wait. Rock chalk Jayhawk. No, Louie, Louie, come here. I got to tell you something. I know you, can't, you don't have a mic right now, but you got to tell Dan that's not acceptable. Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. That's not acceptable, man. You can't do Rock, Chalk, Jayhawk. My, my family's got money on the Jayhawk to win the title. He's financially invested in Bill Self. Yes, he is. Aren't we all? Real, I'm not. That's the golden standard. It's not the golden. It is the golden standard. It's it doing, he's doing more to 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 promote them as the golden standard by doing that. Yeah, Isle doesn't want to be around eight seeds. Issel wants to be around one seeds. I think that's I think that's oh very clear. Gosh. Cal, you gotta you gotta show Dan. Cal, Cal, What's Cal gonna do? John he should have won game. He's gonna win. He should have no, lost to Georgia, now. And South he's Carolina. He's gonna win now, Andy. He's gonna win Wednesday. He's gonna win Saturday. He's gonna win the SEC Rock, tournament. Chalk, oh. Jayhawk. Cal, Cal, send it to Beisner. Cal needs to hear that. That his that his luminary. No, when I address the team, I'm going to oh. tell them, "Hey, my family has money on you to win the national championship." No. Let's All go, right. guys. That, 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 this is this is this is. Let's this go, is, guys. This is a watershed moment. This is a watershed moment in my family. <laughs> watershed. Moment. I, I, I Louie, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. I'm hurt. I'm, I'm running the gamut of emotions here. I don't. I don't. But that's like, what if? What if? Okay. Okay. So. So. Okay, Andy. I know. I mean, who's a other than Danny Manning? Who like, ugh, who's a Kansas great? Who's a can like a Kansas Jacques great? Vaughn. Jacques Vaughn. I love how you could only think of Danny Manning. Well, he's like your brain, you, your brain, your brain only went Bobby, to Danny was it Manning. Bobby Perry is that his name. Bobby Perry. No, no, Bobby, not Bobby Perry. He was in Kentucky. It was uh, Perry Ellis. Perry Ellis. Perry, Perry the, Ellis. The jeans man. Yes, no the one. Je- no, no one ever got that. You no, could buy Perry, Perry Ellis jeans. Man, yeah, man alive. I had a little Perry Ellis shirt probably. Who, who didn't? But Perry Ellis comes to Lexington. 
and he gives a speech. How, how, would, how would Bill Self feel about that? That's what's going on right now. It's terrible. It's terrible. You want something to cheer you up? Okay. Here's, here's Steve Rummage today. Is it Ince? It's Rummage. I'm not sure there'll be a ton of staff changes. There's going to be honestly, something. But, yeah, I, there might be something. I'm not <laughs> sure to be one of the top three on the bench, though. Oh. Well, listen, like, honestly. Four four to seven wins in a college basketball season demands a pound of flesh. And I don't make the rules. Unless they win. <laughs> Yeah. So, so right now, but if Hawaii, he believes in it and they come back and win next year, then he'll say, "Right now, in order to get." Mike kind of faded out there. Didn't Here's he? a caller. Tim has been waiting. Tim, welcome in, man. What's up? Yeah, uh, well, I think we could win the ACC tournament and get into the Big Dance. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you just lost by seventeen. <laughs> The Duke's not special. Yeah, uh, well, I think we could win the ACC tournament and get into the big dance. Oh, no, you can't. Man. No, you can't. The, 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 look, the rummage sound was was. Oh, I got was more bad. rummage sound. There's more rummage? Yeah. Oh, if Steve. I watched crap for three years, I'll be ready to go at Kenny Payne. It like, feels like I've been watching crap for three years. <laughs> I watched Satterfield mope around here and act like oh, a jackass oh, for three went, years he went and blank. suck on the field. <laughs> so, yeah, three but, years later, I was... It feels like, like three years ago, I was though, like, Steve. yeah, you know what? I think I'm done with Satterfield. No, oh, he no. wouldn't blame. He loves Satterfield. I know he didn't. Satterfield's working fools. They had a shirt made. Satter- Louis mad. He should be mad. He they is. Had, He's upset. They had a shirt. Satterfield's working fools. He brought bourbon and they bought in. He gave him Angel's Envy. He gave him Angel's Envy. And he bought in. Him and Maven, they bought in. But that was I a shot at celebrate point. celebrate President's Day anymore. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Whoever did. <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> oh, man. Rummage is like, only when Marjorie Taylor is my president when will MTG. I give a rat's ass about this holiday. When Bobert. When Bobert takes over the country. <laughs> I'll, I'll celebrate that oh, holiday. Oh, man. No, they, I mean, Rummage, Rummage was mad at Blankenbaker. For the Kenny Payne slander. Oh, they, they fundamentally so he used, disagree. He yeah. used Scott Satterfield against him. 100% is what he did. All right, here is the last piece of sound I have before we get to the bonus hour, which oh may God. or may not happen. This show flew by. Uh, this is Blank and Rubbage. Nick is Kamari Lands. <laughs> what? Do better or transfer because Nick, yet again, botched Valentine's Day. We've been trying to rehabilitate Nick. No, it's not going to work. I know, but I am watching. Tiger's like, going to Tiger, man. I feel like we've done better. I don't know. I just, <laughs> like, we took him in and we took him under our wing and we, we've really tried. And so this one's going to hurt. This one's going to be a setback. It's going to be, a, you know, yeah. it's like this. Kamari Lance today is getting his arms put around him by the coaching staff and the guys that have been there and, what? you know, stepped in some of these traps. This is what we're doing for Nick. <laughs> We're just putting our arm around him and we're saying, Look, man, you can't you can't really do this. Like, like I we need you to be better. It's time for her, for you, <gasps> for your future relationship. Okay? We're, we're rooting yeah. for you. Oh no. But be better. Let's get it done. Right? Or we make him transfer. I mean, she might transfer. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, that's super personal, man. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> just... All right. I'm getting out of here. I guess Gribble's right. going to go stare at breasts. He already no, bragged about that, that 20 no. minutes ago. <laughs> Anytime I want. It's Marty Gras, this Treble household, 24-7.
Go to bed, Kellen, so it can be Mardi Gras. <laughs> you gotta play, mommy, your... daddy. It's eight o'clock. Go, go to play be- your video games. Go play. Go play Halo Three. Go play Fortnite. Let's get out of here. All right, guys. Uh, appreciate Broughton Blind Scroll having us out today. Fantastic stuff, as always. Come out and see them. Uh, big night down here, Mardi Gras. Uh, I guess we'll have the. Do we have the bonus hour next, Justin? Tongue. <laughs> big tongue. <laughs> See what Big Tongue put together next. <laughs>